Welcome to the Retirement Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Greg Gonzalez. My goal for the podcast is to help you live a better life in retirement by giving you the tools and information you need in a language that you can understand. I try to keep this podcast very straightforward. And best of all, I want this podcast to be useful to the listener. And this is episode number 118. I never thought I would get this far. My goal was always to make it two years to that episode number 104 mark. And we're well past that by now. But overall, the feedback from listeners and emails that I get has been about 99% positive. Now, with that 1%, you know, there's always the people out there that know more than you or, you know, they know best. And that's totally okay. I'm not going to argue with anybody. For example, I've had a couple people try to tell me that the way to fund a retirement is to use life insurance policies. And I just don't believe in that method. But that's okay. That's absolutely okay. The point of this podcast is to give you the information and share some of the knowledge that I've gained over the years being a certified financial planner and fiduciary who focuses on retirement planning. This is all I do Monday through Friday, and even uh, as I joke with some clients, even on the weekends. And with all that being said, of course, some of the strategies, some of the planning that we discuss on this podcast is what I actually use and put into practice with our own clients at my company, St. Louis Retirement Advisors. I'm in St. Louis, Missouri. And we do so because they're sound strategies and principles. And it's truly what I believe in. But I think we can all agree that one way is not the way that will work for everybody. There are plenty of people out there that have their own way of doing things, so to speak. And that is totally fine. So if you're planning for your own retirement, you are either working with an advisor, a coach, or you're doing this planning on your own. And believe me, I am not going to tell all the listeners on this podcast that you should be working with a financial advisor. That is not my decision to make. But for those of you that are working with a financial advisor, go back to my podcast where I talk about the expectations you should have from your financial advisor. They should be your coach. They should be teaching you how we're doing the planning and why we're doing the planning that we are. Half of what they do is that of a teacher or a financial coach. And then for those of you that are your own financial advisor, of course, you're doing your own research and and you're the kind of, you're the student, you're studying it and you're working hard to kind of figure it out on your own. And that's totally fine. Of course, the benefit of working with someone like me is that you're working with someone who's done this dozens and dozens of times before for other people that have come before you and have retired. But this podcast, I really, really want to help All people, whether you're working with a financial advisor, looking for a financial advisor, or you are your own financial advisor, I want this podcast to be beneficial to everyone. And how can we do that? Well, I'll continue to bring episode after episode of good information and knowledge and wisdom that I have gained and share it with you so you can implement it on your own and you can learn. Today's episode is going to be no different. We're going to be talking about the three types of accounts and why it's good to have all three if you can. Like I said, this is episode number 118. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the three types of accounts that you can save for retirement and utilize together. These three accounts can really 
give you a blended tax-efficient retirement income stream. And believe me, I'm not one of those people that's going to tell you put everything in Roth. Roths are the king. Everybody should have all their money in Roths. Well, Roth, a Roth IRA, a Roth 401k, Roth 403b, it's all a Roth type account. And it's one of the three types of accounts. But that's one of the three types of accounts that we're going to talk about on today's episode. Before we jump into the other two types of accounts that you can utilize for a tax-efficient retirement income stream, I wanted to remind listeners to check out my website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. That's retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. A couple things I'll point out there. Number one, if you're a listener interested in a 30-minute retirement coaching call to get your retirement questions answered, you can sign up right on my website on the homepage and schedule that 30-minute call. There's a link to my calendar there. And then check out our resources tab where you can download my three steps to a retirement planning process, as well as my retirement secret sauce. Those are the most downloaded resources I have on my website. Check them out. They're free. And lastly, at the very bottom of the website, you'll see Ask Greg a Question. I love hearing from listeners. So if you've got some questions that you want to have me discuss on the podcast, feel free. Type in your question at the bottom, and I'll be sure to answer it on a future episode. Now, of course, you may not like my answer, but I'm going to give you the, the honest to goodness truth and give you my opinion anyway. That's the best I can do. All right, let's talk about three types of accounts that you can save and invest in and utilize in retirement. Now, these three types of accounts, this is different from my bucket strategy. So if you haven't already, download or listen to episode number, I believe it's 72, and we will link it in the show notes for you. Again, the bucket strategy to retirement planning. Listen to it. It's a great episode. And you know what's funny? This podcast, Retirement Made Easy podcast, we've got a YouTube channel and all of our episodes, 118 episodes are on YouTube to watch and listen to. Well, there's nothing to watch. It's just a picture, but you can listen to it anyway. And we've had all these different episodes, 118. And the number one listened to episode is The Bucket Strategy. It's got over 5,000 views on YouTube. The next highest episode has 122. <laughs> so apparently that episode, The Bucket Strategy, has a, a lot of attention if 5,000 people are listening to it versus the next highest is 122. So I guess virtually no one's listening to the other episodes, and that's okay. So if I ever go on vacation, and I think I told my wife I'm due for a vacation here, we'll probably just have that episode on repeat. But the three types of accounts, and again, I talked about the Roth, we're just going to call it the Roth account is a type, whether it's a Roth IRA, Roth 401k, Roth 403b, maybe it's a Roth TSP. If you work for the government, you have access to that. The idea of the Roth, this is the first type of account, is you're paying the taxes now. You're using taxes, money that you've already paid taxes on, saying, okay, I'm going to bite the bullet, pay the taxes, put the money in the Roth account. I can invest it however I want, and it's going to grow and grow and grow, hopefully, if I invest it properly, and it's tax-free. All the growth from now until when I pass away is tax-free. So if you put investments 
inside of your Roth IRA that have some kind of interest or income or dividend. Then, okay, in retirement, you can spend that interest, the income, the dividends. And when you pull those withdrawals out of the Roth IRA, guess what? They're tax-free. So that's providing you a tax-free income stream. And I will argue that we're in a very, very low tax environment right now. You can go back and look, historically speaking, we are extremely, extremely low. So for many people, not all people, for many people, it makes sense to bite the bullet, pay the taxes now so that your Roth IRA can grow and grow and grow tax-free for the rest of your life. And then when you retire, of course, provide a nice income that's also tax-free. For you listeners out there that have adult children in their 20s or 30s, talk to them about a Roth IRA. Or better yet, have your financial advisor talk to them and teach them the benefit and the value of a Roth IRA long-term. Just think about the Roth, biting the bullet, paying the taxes now. And then if, if let's say somebody is 25 years old and they want to retire when they're 65, well, they've got 40 years of tax-free growth as an opportunity there. So it's absolutely huge. And quite frankly, probably their first job might be a lower paying job. They may be in a lower tax environment. Maybe they're in the 12% bracket. So biting the bullet and paying the taxes at 12% is not too bad. Two episodes I'll bring up that talk about this Roth account, whether it's a Roth IRA, Roth 401k, whatever the case may be, two episodes to check out are episode number 30 of why you might need a Roth IRA in your retirement portfolio. Again, that's episode number 30. And then the importance of Roth conversions is episode number 93. So maybe check those two out if you want more information and want to hear more about the Roth account. But that's account number one that you could have. Number two is, of course, the most popular and more clients come to me with these type of accounts than anything, it's the pre-tax, right? It's the tax-deferred account. So this is going to be your traditional IRA, your regular traditional 401k or 403b. It's money that you got a tax deduction as you contributed to it. All the match money from your employer, your 401k, 403b, all those match dollars are all pre-tax as well. So this is what we call tax deferred. So the money is in there. Taxes have not been paid on what you contributed and the, all the employer match, but also all of the growth is all tax deferred. And whenever you retire and you want to start taking monthly withdrawals or maybe twice a month, you want to have withdrawals from this 401k, traditional IRA, whatever it might be, you pay taxes upon withdrawal. Now, once you get to 72, right now, we, there is what's called required minimum distributions. So you're required to take these distributions out and pay the taxes because it's been tax deferred for all these years. And the difference between that and the Roth account, the Roth IRA, is you're never required to take RMDs from your Roth IRA. You are from the Roth 401k and the Roth 403b, but that's another story. You're not required ever to take withdrawals from a Roth IRA, so that's another benefit of that Roth account. But this account number two, I'm going to call again the pre-tax account, right, the tax-deferred account, 
Think of traditional IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, TSPs. These are all pre-tax. And what's the problem with this? Well, the problem is the more and more withdrawals you take, the more and more taxes you pay. So you really have to be careful with this pre-tax account because if you take too much money, it can throw you into the next tax bracket. You take too much money out of the Roth, guess what? It's all tax-free. Not a big deal. And if you take too much money out of your 401k, traditional IRA, that kind of thing, it can impact not only the taxes that you pay on your social security, it could impact the price you pay for Medicare Part B, it could impact your your capital gains tax. But what's the great benefit of this pre-tax account, this 401k traditional IRA? It's you get the tax deduction now. So if you put $7,000 in your traditional IRA, guess what? That's $7,000 that you don't have to pay taxes on this year. So accountants, CPAs, enrolled agents, a lot of them really like seeing people utilizing these pre-tax tax-deferred accounts like this because they're getting a tax deduction today and pay the taxes, worry about it tomorrow, pay the taxes tomorrow. That's kind of their thing. Well, the problem with that is, okay, if we're in a lower tax environment now, you're dodging taxes while they're low. And if we think or we have a feeling or a good reason to believe that taxes might be higher in the future, that is my personal opinion. I'm not going to get political or any of that kind of stuff. But how are we going to pay for all this stuff? We're $30 trillion in debt. So if you think taxes are not going up in the future, you and I disagree on that. And that's okay. I was at a conference, my company conference. I mean, there were thousands of advisors in this room and a big, big conference room in Denver, Colorado this past year. And there was an economist up on stage and he asked, who thinks taxes are going up in the future? And like every hand went up in the room. It was amazing. And what's wild to me is, and I think maybe it's just people haven't been taught that there is the Roth bucket available, the Roth account, which is account number one, that's available in addition to this pre-tax or tax-deferred traditional IRA, 401k, that kind of thing. I'm just amazed the amount of people that look me up and reach out to me. And when we're talking about what they have saved for retirement, like 95% of what they have is in this pre-tax account, this 401k, rollover IRA, that kind of thing. And sometimes these people end up being tax machines in retirement because that's all they have, right? They don't have the Roth and they don't have the third type of account, which we're going to talk about next, which is a brokerage account. It might be husband and wife have a brokerage account together. It's jointly owned, joint tenants with right of survivorship. Maybe it's a trust account. It's a brokerage trust account. Another word for a brokerage account is what we call a non-qualified or non-retirement account. And the benefit of the third type of account is there's no 59 and a half rule. So meaning if you try to take a withdrawal out of an IRA pre-age 59 and a half, you're going to pay taxes plus a 10% early withdrawal penalty. Same with your 401k in most instances. Nobody wants to pay a 10% early withdrawal penalty. But with this third type of account, again, this is a non-retirement, some people call it a brokerage account, it does not have those same restrictions. You can put money in at any time, take money out at any time, withdrawals and, it, and contributions are unlimited. No restrictions at all. You can invest this type of account, this brokerage account, you can invest it however you want. 
If you want to put it in index funds or mutual funds, stocks, bonds, gold, ETFs, whatever you want. If you want to buy a CD certificate of deposit, have at it. So what's the downfall? What's any downfall of the third type of account? Again, this is a non-retirement brokerage account. Well, there's not that many, but any capital gains or any dividends and interest that you earn, those are reported on a 1099. And wherever you have your brokerage account, let's say it's at LPL or Fidelity or Charles Schwab or wherever it happens to be, they send you a 1099 in January, February, March of every year. And it reports any capital gains, capital losses, dividends, interest, and you just report that with your taxes. But generally speaking, we try to have very tax efficient investments inside of a brokerage account because, again, you're going to get a 1099 that shows you all the capital gains that you realized and any dividends and interest, and you'll pay taxes on those. So keep that in mind with this type of account. Well, why is the third type of account, the brokerage account, so beneficial? Well, I mentioned the big reason, which is you can dip into it at any time. You would just be responsible for any capital gains if you did have a gain there. But there's no early withdrawal penalties like that that 59 10% early withdrawal penalty. You never have to worry about that. And really the opportunity here for a lot of people is if invested properly, I'll just put it that way, they can be very, very tax efficient and save you a lot of money in taxes. For example, if you're in the 12% bracket right now, you can harvest some capital gains and you can pay zero capital gain tax. Zero. But if you're in the 22% bracket and you harvest capital gains, you're going to pay 15% long term capital gain. So, kind of recapping, the three types of accounts are Roth. Again, any withdrawals are always going to be tax free. The pre tax, which is the tax deferred 401k, maybe it's a tr- traditional IRA, the withdrawals are always going to be taxable and they're taxed as ordinary income. And then, third, is your brokerage non-retirement account. You will pay taxes sometimes. That's the best way to look at that. Depending on how it's invested, what dividends you have, what capital gains. And if you pay taxes on the capital gains, that's dependent on what tax bracket you're in. If you're in the 12% tax bracket, guess what? You don't pay any taxes on your capital gains. So in my opinion, it's, it's great to have all three all three types of accounts, because you can have what's called a blended retirement income stream. And what I mean by that is, let's just say you had a measuring cup and just imagine the different accounts that we talked about. There's three different pots in front of you. You take that measuring cup and you say, okay, we're gonna take a little out of the Roth IRA and that's gonna be tax-free. Okay, good. We're gonna take our measuring cup and we're gonna measure how much we take out of the pre-tax account, the 401k or pre-tax tax deferred type of account, all that's going to be taxable. And then we're going to go for another scoop out of our third type of account, which is our brokerage account. We're going to take a certain amount of money out of that. And some of it may be taxable. Some of it may not be. And the last point I want to make about that third type of account, that brokerage account or non-retirement account. In a year like this, when the market's down, if you have any investments that are down, you can sell them, right? You can sell them and book a loss, which is called a realized capital loss. It's either a short term, if you've owned the investment less than a year, 
It would be a long-term if you've owned the investment more than 12 months. And you have the ability to deduct up to $3,000 in investment losses per year. You might be asking, well, what if I have 10 grand in investment losses? I only get to deduct $3,000 per year? Correct. And then the the remainder, the $7,000 of remaining capital losses would flow to the next year and the next year after that. So you, you get to carry over those losses into future tax years. So there's a benefit there. Now, of course, we don't want to have losses in that non-retirement account, brokerage account. But if you do, at least you're able to deduct those on your taxes. Versus if you have a a loss, an investment loss in your Roth IRA or your pre-tax IRA, guess what? You can't write those off on your taxes. So there's a lot of flexibility here if you do incorporate these three types of accounts. And in retirement, it's just best for, you know, and this is coming from a retirement planner. We want to be very, very calculated with our withdrawals from each type of account. We want to plan ahead of time, meaning you can map out years in advance what your withdrawals would be from each type of account. And the only reason you would need to change those calculations of what your withdrawals or your scoops would be out of each account would be if the tax laws changed, your goals changed, or something like that. So I hope this episode of the Retirement Made Easy podcast has been helpful. Those are the three types of accounts that you can utilize, and they all have their different rules. But when used properly and used together in coordination with one another, you can really, really benefit long-term by having each type of account. And they don't have to be equally filled either. So I hope that's been helpful. If you have questions, go to my website, retirementmadeeasypodcast.com. At the bottom, it'll say, ask Greg a question. And if you're interested in that retirement coaching call, you will see the link there at the top of the website. I'll see you next time. And remember, always dream big. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, please consult your attorney, tax advisor, or financial advisor prior to investing. This is a hypothetical example and is not representative of any specific investment. Your results may vary. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices mentioned are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The SmartVestor program is a directory of investment professionals. Neither Dave Ramsey nor SmartVestor are affiliates of St. Louis Retirement Advisors or LPL Financial. There is no guarantee that a diversified portfolio will enhance overall returns or outperform a non-diversified portfolio. Diversification does not protect against market risk. All investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, Memra FINRA, SIPC. 